0: Common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC.
1: And joining us now here on Katz and Cosby, we have Professor Emeritus at Harvard, uh, and also great author Alan Dershowitz. Professor Dershowitz, um, you just heard, um, so eloquently there from Kevin McCarthy, of course, of his unwavering support of Israel. Uh, this comes on the heels of there are massive protests taking place all over the country, all over the world. And in fact, right now, as we speak in Times Square, there are thousands of people uh, on both sides. There is supposed to be, I think it's like two or three thousand at least. Um, I, I'm trying to figure out the both sides. You know, to me, uh, there's the victim was Israel. And yet some of the vitriol that we have heard on this day of rage is scary. Professor Dershowitz.
0: Well, let me tell you which side isn't represented. There's nobody out there calling for a two-state solution. There's nobody out there calling for peace. There's really nobody out there calling for the end of the occupation. What they're calling for is the end of Israel. They're calling for ethnic cleansing, genocide. They're calling for the Hamas charter, which is an anti-Semitic charter. But nobody is calling for a two-state solution for modification, for reasonableness, for compromise. This is... The Hamas side calling for the destruction of Israel, cheering on rape, cheering on beheading. So, you know, the Palestinian people aren't being represented there. The people who are represented there are the killers, the murderers, and and, and the rapists. And 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 you know who supports this? The City University of New York Law School um, students at Harvard, uh, students at Yale. They're on the side of the killers. Now they deny that. They say, oh, no, no, we're only there for the Palestinians. Well, the Palestinians aren't in favor of Hamas. They hate Hamas. Hamas killed the Palestinian leaders. Hamas doesn't want a two-state solution. Hamas wants an end of the occupation of Israel. That is, they want, as all the signs say, from the river to the sea, which means the end of Tel Aviv, the end of West Jerusalem, the end of B'nai Brak, the end of Haifa. They just want the end of Israel. So let's not think that this is just, oh, one side for the Palestinians, one side for Israel. No, it's it's murderers and Nazis on one side. Nazis. That's who they are. And anyone who supports Hamas should be treated exactly the way you would treat a Klansman, a Nazi, somebody who supported lynching, somebody who supported throwing bombs into black churches. That's what this is.
1: You know, Professor Dershowitz, did you see this is stunning because the Israelis are now saying we're about to do this incursion into northern Gaza. Uh, they've telegraphed it they're even there's they're saying good people get out they're even yep. dropping leaflets warning them over there saying you know get out and yet there are reports now that Hamas is not letting the palestinians out because they want them uh they they're clearly going to use them for human shields i mean where just exactly to your point where are the palestinians saying let our people out
0: no they they want the people to stay and die um One of the Hamas leaders back several years ago said, there's a tape of it, we love death like you love life. Our children, our women, and the elderly, we use them for human shields because we want them to become martyrs. So Hamas admits that it uses women. It also says, and you hear this on CNN too, half of the Gaza is children. That is such nonsense. What they count as children are 17- and 18-year-olds, who are throwing Molotov cocktails, and who were involved in the attack on Israel. Yeah, they're 17 and 18, but they're not children, they're murderers. They also say, we have women. Yeah, we have women. You know how many women participated in the attack on uh, on Israel? Plenty of them. So don't tell me that if you're a woman or if you're a 17-year-old, somehow you deserve to be treated like you're a 3-year-old. The 3-year-olds in Israel were burned to death. Those are children. Not the Hamas terrorists. They're not children. They're murderers who happen to be below the age of 18. Yeah, and yet
1: it seems like some in the media are afraid to even label them murderers and terrorists. Everybody, we are speaking to Professor Alan Dershowitz here on Cats and Cosby. Uh, Judge Richard Weinberg, you've got a question.
0: Alan, I saw you debate Cornell West on uh, television the other night. And what I thought was absolutely outrageous Professor West's comments were that you somehow did not understand the context. Therefore, since you didn't understand the context, you didn't understand why this slaughter of innocence was justified. Could you comment on that? I understand the context full well. You know, that's like saying you don't understand the context of the gas chambers, you don't understand the context of burning of black churches, of lynching. Sometimes events are so horrible. There is no context. You just have to look at the events. And I think the events on October 7th don't deserve a context. That's what the Harvard students said. Oh, it has to be in context. They they don't think it's in context when Israel does it. They only want context on one side. And so, no, context is a defense sometimes to, to evil. You have to just understand this is evil, just like the United States demanded Total and complete surrender, just like they bombed Dresden, just like they bombed Hiroshima, just like they firebombed Tokyo. There is no surrender on the Israeli part. As as long as Hamas is out there, until they surrender and they control Gaza, they were elected. They were actually elected. One of the few elections in the history of uh, Arab countries, they were actually elected in a fair election. I was there when that happened. They were elected in a fair election. The majority of the people... In an open election, before Hamas took over, voted for Hamas. I'm not saying that means you deserve to die. But if you're given a warning, if you're told that you can leave, nobody gave warning before Hiroshima and Nagasaki, before uh, Dresden. Uh, Israel is giving a warning. It also gives warnings often before it attacks a building by knocking on the on the ceiling. No other country in the world does that. Yep. And for <laughs> Israel to be put at adva- a disadvantage because of its morality, is outrageous.
1: Uno. He's your numero uno, Professor Dershowitz. Ed Cox has a question. Yes, uh, Professor, I think you would agree that even though Biden didn't mention Iran in his speech, that Iran is the puppet master here. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. The question There's then doubt. is, what's the bigger, bigger purpose here? Is it just to make sure <laughs> that Saudi Arabia doesn't join the Abraham Accords, or is it to really unleash Hezbollah and try and destroy Israel?
0: It's many things, and I have to tell you, this is going to sound surprising to you. If I were the prime minister of Israel, and I'm not, if I were the prime minister of Israel, I would be thinking about a ground invasion and putting it off, but I'd be putting all my efforts into trying to get the United States to give Israel bunker-busting bombs and plan for an attack on Iran's nuclear reactor. There's no better time for the nuclear reactivity destroyed. Can you imagine if Iran had given some nuclear devices to Hamas or Hezbollah, which they could easily do? Because remember, they are they are a, a culture that, has in their own words, they love death. So they're not deterred by the fact that Israel would retaliate with nuclear weapons. Hey, they're all going to go to paradise and uh, they'll get their reward there. So Iran must be punished for this. And the best way to punish it is to prevent it from getting nuclear weapons. So I'm hoping, but I have no information about this, that uh, Israel is behind the scenes planning, maybe with the support and help of the United States, not the military help, but just logistical support of the United States to use this as an opportunity to destroy Iran's nuclear reactor. That might also weaken the Iranian regime and allow ultimately for regime change, which would be the best thing that has happened in the world in many, many, many years. And oh, uh, now, John, John, you got a question real quick for Professor Dershowitz. Uh, professor, we, we allowed Iran to go from 1 million barrels a day to 3 million barrels a day. Sure. In, yeah. in case nobody has heard the number yet, it's $2 billion a week. Even yeah. though we yeah. gave $6 yeah. billion, dollars, and now because the price of oil is up to the 80, 90, $100 a barrel, it's $2 billion a week that Iran has extra money to, 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 uh, to of course lay out that, against terrorism and that exposes the myth that Iran wanted the six billion dollars for humanitarian purposes they have plenty of money for humanitarian purposes they want an additional six billion dollars to uh, ferment more more uh, terrorism uh, I it's am busy now. I, yeah I am busy now writing a new book called the War Against the Jews it'll be out in two weeks. Uh, about this i've been spending you know 15 hours a day writing this book because i want i will to get give out you there. A big, oh, okay. i will give okay. you a big book party in new york okay i will come all right <laughs> both of you thank you very much